Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. When your child comes home from their first finger painting, it's probably because they've spent a day at preschool. Research is showing that it's beneficial for children to spend two years in preschool before moving into primary school. Kate Noble is an education policy fellow at Victoria University's Mitchell Institute, and she joins me on the phone now. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, the word preschool can be a bit confusing if you're children are not yet in one Um, it can be it describes a lot of different kinds of care before school so some people may hear preschool and think of a childcare setting a kindergarten or even a family daycare setting what are you talking about specifically with your research when you talk about preschool being beneficial for kids well, preschool, as it's really defined, is about um, a, an intentional teaching and learning program that's developmentally appropriate for three- and four-year-olds and really relies on a play-based setting. So it can, as you point out, be quite confusing. It's kindergarten, it's preschool, and it's also preschool programs that can be embedded in long daycare as well. And how do you know whether your centre's actually doing that? Um, the best way to do that is just ask. Most of them will tell you because there are different funding arrangements um, depending on whether your child is enrolled simply in long day care or whether they're part of a subsidised, government, partly government-funded preschool program. So, yes, the best way to, to find out is simply ask. And while you're at it, just ask about how that's done and the content of the program as well. So um, you just mentioned that it's for children around three and four before they start school. Many kids will start school at five. Um, why are those two years particularly important? They're hugely important in relation to um, the way that child develops, both in terms of their brain development, but in terms of all of the social and emotional skills that they're picking up that they really need to start betting down before they arrive at school. Um, it's really interesting as well that even where most of us are familiar with the kind of the idea of four-year-old kinder and that um, and preschool in the year before school, that it looks can look quite different to a three-year-old preschool as well because there's such a focus on where those children are at developmentally and making sure that the play-based learning program is really suited to, to their age, really. So um, let's talk about play-based learning because we, it has been around for a very long time, but um, not everybody understands why it's so important. What can children learn through play-based learning that they're not going to learn when they enter a more structured learning system in primary school? Well, I'm not sure if you've ever been in a classroom full of three or four-year-olds, but they mm-hmm. are absolutely not ready to sit down for 45 minutes and be talked to. That um, would be quite a feat. Um, so typically those kind of sessions, you know, what we would consider to be formal learning, the kind that we see in the early years of school, um, they're, they're quite limited. And it does happen, you know, kids have mat time and they do spend a bit of time talking together as a group. Um, but a lot of the learning is in, in a quite a different kind of context. 
it looks very different. So I can give you a great example. Um, while I was on parent duty at my four-year-old's kinder, um, the educator noticed a group of children playing with magnets. And of course, they were just standing on chairs and seeing how many magnets they could get to stick together and, and having little competitions. But what she did was she approached that situation and, and developed a kind of whole learning around that that was really quite amazing to watch. They got a book and they talked about how magnets work and the science behind magnets. And then they did a few experiments with the kids all kind of running around, grabbing different props from different parts of the kinder and looking at how magnets worked in practice. And, you know, that's an amazing example of how the children kind of drove that learning and decided what they wanted to learn about. And the educator responded to that. What you're talking about there in terms of what the educator was doing, I've definitely observed that with my son and his teachers. He's a little bit older, he's five now, but to go to school next year. And um, I look at what he has learned there and they're very specialist skills, what the educators do and how they manage to enter into that environment and make it a learning, learning experience. I don't I know I couldn't do it, and I'm pretty sure most parents can't do it. So are there certain skills that kids learn from early learning educators that will that you can't get if they're not in preschool? And if they're not getting it at home, what happens to those kids who don't get access to preschool in the years that you're talking about, like three years and four years of age? That's a really great question. And honestly, I think every parent is is capable of that kind of interaction with children but you're right it's very much around having the the skills and the knowledge to do that and our amazing kindergarten and preschool teachers have a huge amount of that. I mean, it's great for families to spend some time in kindergartens if they can do that because what you learn from the child's educator is is pretty amazing stuff. Um, in relation to what where, where children are missing out at home on that kind of engagement, yes, that's hugely important. And while we know that two years of preschool benefits all children, we know that it makes the most difference from children from disadvantaged backgrounds. It can really help to prevent these kind of developmental vulnerabilities from occurring once they hit school. And once they hit school, it can be really difficult to catch up. So we know that two years of high-quality preschool can mean that children are half as likely to repeat a grade once they get to school and that can be a, that's obviously a really great thing and we also know that two years of high quality preschool means that children are more likely once they've finished secondary school to go on to higher education pathways so it's a really important tool for reducing inequality and providing every child with a great opportunity to learn. Now, we have just been talking about play-based learning and how kids can learn so much through those experience of, the experience of play. Um, but I still feel like there, is, there are many Australians who might think preschool is about learning how to read and write and add before they get to school. What are the skills you're hoping children will actually take with them from a preschool setting that makes them ready for school? So a lot of the skills um, are not even pre-academic skills. They're almost the, the foundational skills for learning. So I know, you know, you've spoken a lot about um, executive functions, so developing memory skills and developing mental flexibility. And 
and developing self-regulation, which is a really, really important skill for all children to enable them to learn really well at school. Um, and then there's the other areas that um, we focus on in preschool, uh, which are incredibly important. You know, children's health and well-being, their sense of identity, their sense of connection to their com the community that they belong to and the world, um, their confidence, their social skills, their gross motor skills and their fine motor skills. So the focus on preschool is really around developing and supporting the whole child's development. And as you point out, it's much less on specifically focusing on numeracy and literacy because let's face it, children have plenty of time to focus <laughs> on those later on when they reach um, other levels in the education system. Of course. Now, you have two boys, aged four and six. What were their experiences at preschool like? Um, one of them went to a Montessori um, nursery, they're called, in London, and that was a really amazing environment and also funded very differently in the UK. So um, all children from age two have 15 uh, free hours uh, access to um, wow. education and care um, and that follows on the lead from a lot of European countries that have been doing this for decades trying to provide really low cost um, and free preschool for two years or more. Um, when we arrived in Australia I had um, one of my children uh, did uh, an occasional care and then four-year-old kindy and the second child did both three-year-old and four-year-old kinder so that was a really interesting contrast. And what did you see as a difference there? I think particularly with the younger boy who did three and four-year-old kinder, I really observed quite closely his whole cohort um, as they kind of progressed from toddlerhood really into, um, you know, they're, they're now they're going to school next year. So that's been really amazing to watch. You know, there was one child who could barely look an adult in the eye and certainly wasn't up for having any kinds of conversations um, with grown-ups and was really limited in terms of how he played with other children, who's now having the most remarkable conversations <laughs> with anyone anyone who'll listen. And that that group is a, is a boy-dominated group. So it's been particularly interesting to see how their educator has really focused um, very strongly on their social-emotional skills and the group dynamic and their ability to uh, negotiate and play together and wait their turn and all of that has been quite phenomenal. I can't imagine a primary teacher having to deal with some of those problems as well as you know implementing the school curriculum. It's so important that this happens at preschool and so beneficial to children and teachers later on. Kate, um, it's so interesting. I can't wait till everybody actually embraces the understanding about how important kindy or preschool is for children and for all of us. But um, your research is definitely going some way to getting that across the line. So thanks for talking with us. Thanks so much, Siobhan. It was great being here. That's Kate Noble. She's an Education Policy Fellow with the Mitchell Institute. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Debbie Ning and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to get in touch, email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.